and welcome to the weekly podcast of Sunday Morning Live, led by Pastor Denise Suttles. You are listening to our live Sunday Morning Fellowship. We air live every Sunday morning. Please feel free to join us via Zoom. The meeting ID is notated on our podcast page. Now turn with me, please, to Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, verse 7, and verse 21. Verse 6, verse 7, verse 21. And that's chapter 3. And while you are finding Genesis, everyone knows where Genesis is. It's at the beginning of the book. But while you are thumbing through and finding Genesis, let me ask you this. Have you ever known the voice of our shame to encourage us and make us feel better? Shame. Shame says things like, you always will mess up. You will never get better. Shame whispers to us and says, we will never be enough. And who do you think you are? Shame lies to us about our identity and who God, the greatness that God created us to be. We've preach many messages from the pulpit and we speak so often about guilt. But we seldom hear a message on how to deal with shame. Let's go to the word of God and tackle this subject. Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, verse 7, and verse 21. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons to cover themselves. Unto, verse 21, unto Adam also and to his wife, did the Lord make coats of skins and covered them? I would like to use for a topic this morning, uncover your cover up. Uncover your cover up. We just read that Adam and Eve tried to cover themselves with fig leaves, but their covering was not adequate. God slew an animal. Hallelujah. It was a foretaste of the cross and covered their shame. 
As human beings, we have been trying to hide our sin, you see, since the beginning of time. That was the first thing that Adam and Eve did after they disobeyed God. They tried to hide from God. You remember God came walking through the garden and said, Adam, where are you? They were trying to hide as though we can hide from God. They were trying to hide their shame. Shame often follows sin. And if we are left to ourselves, we will attempt to cover or mask our sin and pretend that no wrong has occurred. But one of the worst places for a Christian to live is in an isolated spiritual ghost town where they believe they can't share their sin with others. Our our fellowship got started off to such a great start. I was just full of excitement because we heard the testimony of one that has broken the shackles of addiction and part of her freedom was the fact that she was able to speak out honestly and confess and share her testimonies with others. But so often, we silence ourselves to protect our self-image. Yeah, but the silence also leaves our shame. Silence will leave our shame intact. Silence will kill our progression to move forward. Beloved, the gospel of God frees us up to share and confess with someone that we can trust. And hopefully we can trust everyone on this platform of Sunday Morning Live. You know, as 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 your main speaker, I always promote honesty. I'm not perfect. I have made many mistakes. And God has brought me from being one of the most despicable people you could ever meet with huge insecurities. And when you have huge insecurities, you cover your insecurity with pride. And it's a big joke because people can see through the pride and know what's really going on. The Bible tells us not to live in isolation, that it is not good. It said for man to be alone, and, and it was in the context of marriage, but it's not good for any of us to be alone. We can see God's heart for his people that he created us to live in fellowship with one another. God has called us into community. Throughout the Bible, God puts people together for us to worship. Nowhere does God encourage us to live in isolation for an extended amount of time. There are times where God calls us aside for fasting and prayer, but those are very short periods of time. But 
even with all of this fasting and prayer, we still have a tendency and the temptation to run away from our brothers and sisters and hide our sin rather than run to the very people that God has given us for encouragement, admonition, and love. Let me just do a side thing here. Please, fellowship, brothers and sisters, stop pulling one another down. Stop talking about one another. Stop looking for faults in one another. You know who we're really hurting is ourselves. Because if I'm steady picking at the toothpick in my brother or sister's eyes, I'm missing that bolt that's in my eye. And the more I mess with somebody else, the blinder I become to my own Faults. We need to become real and honest with ourselves and get out of everyone else's business. That's God's business, not mine. I can't fix you. And God help me not to talk and gossip about another person. And that's what gossip is. It's a cover up from your own faults. It's deception and it's bondage and it's addiction. Speaking of addiction. So what are we covering up? One thing that we're trying to hide is our shame. When we operate from shame, we will not be adequate, victorious Christians. Shame makes us feel embarrassed. And remember, we talked on Friday night for our prayer line that 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 our feelings are not necessarily in touch with reality. Our feelings are not necessarily speaking truth to us. The feeling of embarrassment, the feeling of humiliation because of what we did, the feeling of being uncomfortable that we've done something wrong. These are all the feelings of shame and they destroy our self-esteem and low self-esteem. I mentioned that I operated from huge low self-esteem predisposes us to experience shame. Beloved, God is not surprised by your sin. He already knew. He already put something in place for your sin. His mercy was in place before Adam and Eve sinned. He's already covered us. And when he covered Adam and Eve, it was a foreshadow of the cross of Christ that would cover our sin. Ultimately, the cross is covering us with mercy. Hallelujah from the Father. Today, we can experience that same mercy. Nothing is hidden from God. You can try to hide and you can pretend that nobody knows what's going on. But the only person that you are fooling is yourself. Nothing is 
hidden from God. No sin, no deed. Like Adam and Eve, we cannot hide from God. But even with that knowledge that Jesus bore the full wrath of our sin that we deserved, and now we are covered by the righteousness of Jesus Christ, even though God knows how we were going to mess up before we messed up when he sees us. He put a covering over us, and he does not not see our sin. He sees the righteousness. He looks at us through the blood of the Son of God, and he sees the righteousness of his Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Our sin has been covered our sin has been taken away as far as the east is from the west and the father no longer sees our sin. So what is my responsibility? My responsibility is to confess my sin. First John 1 and 9, confess our fault. We have already been forgiven. He has already cleansed us. He has already forgiven us from all unrighteousness. And Romans 8 and 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. All we need to remember when the enemy tries to cover us with shame, that there is no one righteous apart from Christ, and that the Father sees us through the righteousness of his Son, Jesus, and he has covered us with his mercy. No one is without the need of God's mercy. We are all on the same playing field, as they say. The playing field has been made Level. So why do you feel bad? Why are you embarrassed? All have fallen short, Romans 3. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. We have no reason to think that someone is better than we are. We have no reason to fight for the approval of others. Jesus has already covered our shame and forgiven our sin. Therefore, we have no reason to fear what we might lose by admitting and confessing of what we have done. Maybe you think too much of yourself. Why are you surprised you messed up? <laughs> Why are you even embarrassed by your sin? Give your shame to God and trust his forgiveness. So what is the power of shame? The kind of shame we often experience is a potent, mm, you know, uh, this last variant. No, not the last one because there's so many COVID Variants, but the Lambda variant is a combination 
of the lamb of the delta and the I think oh boy UK anyway it's two it's a combination of two variants and that's what shame is it's a combination of two variants <laughs> failure and pride my 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 that's what shame is when you mix pride with anything you're going to feel hallelujah when you mix pride with any of the works of the flesh you are going to feel a sense of unworthiness yes you messed up you failed because of your weaknesses and your limitations we live in a world that is fallen that is plagued with sin Everything does not work right in this world. And we all need Jesus. We also fail because we put expectations of perfection on ourselves. You are not perfect and you will never be perfect. We also allow others, other people to put expectations over our life. You are not living for other people's expectations. And because we are so full of pride, we are ashamed because of our failures and our weaknesses. And we will go through any extent to hide them from other people. This means that that pride-fueled shame has power and control over very significant parts of you. Your sense of value, your sense of worth, your energy, shame will zap your very strength from you. And when we hide, we hide in the wrong places. Mm, mm, mm. We hide in our homes. Some people never go home and hide out in the streets. We hide in our rooms. We hide in our offices. We hide in housework, yard work, always puttering in the garage. <laughs> we hide behind computers and smartphones and newspapers and magazines and earphones, and Netflix, and Hulu, and, and Disney+, Plus and ESPN, and CNN, and Fox News. We hide. My, my, my. We hide behind fashion facades, and educational facades, and career facades, and Facebook, and pulpit facades. We hide in busyness and procrastination. We hide in outright lies and create diversions. We hide. We hide in moodiness and always got to be the life of the party and telling a joke. We hide behind our own boasting and timidity. We hide in extrovision. We hide in introvision. You see, we have our own sin, cover up, and we all put our own individual touches on our cover up. But beloved, it is time to uncover your cover up. Pride moves us to use whatever we can use to hide 
our shame. It is time to come out from under shame because it is not from God. And most shame has been fueled by pride. And it is pride that will move us to hide in the wrong place. Yeah, we need to hide. I get that. Yeah, Adam and Eve had the right response. The first thing they did was it was hide. But we need to make sure that we are hiding in the right place. And there is only one place to hide that offers us protection from our limitations, from our sin. There is only one place that will cover our shame where we will no longer have to live in fear. And that place is Jesus Christ. He is our only refuge. Jesus' death Burial and resurrection is the only remedy for my shame. It is the only solution for my sin failures. Nowhere we can go but to the Lord. There is no other cover up. No other atonement is that we must hide in Jesus. And when we hide in him, he gives us a complete cleansing. He what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And when that happens, all the promises of Jesus Christ will become our salvation when we believe them and the grace that flows from these promises to us through faith is our all-sufficient and abounding, and it will give us the 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 the, the um, faith that we need in our weaknesses and our failures to break the power of shame. Shame makes us feel unclean and undesirable, but Christ has removed our shame. Stop blaming yourself for what you should have done, what you could have done. Get out of your head and get out of your past and, and embrace the past of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. His history has become your history. His death, burial, and resurrection has now become your past because the cross took the full extent of my uncleanliness unto himself. Every sin, past, present and future, every wound, every piece of brokenness, every shame has now been taken on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ was made toxic so that I could be made brand new. He shut out. He was shut out 
so that we could be let in. Yes, so often shame will make us feel unclean and the enemy, our accuser, will come and accuse us until he has been totally destroyed at the final millennium. Satan is going to be Satan. And that's all he does is bring up our past and accuse us. But resist his whispers. Resist his lies. Don't let him take you to the place of being not good enough, of not being worthy. Hallelujah. The war against sin has been won. The war against our shame has been won. And the Father has pronounced us guiltless and has given us the promise of amazing grace, which is sufficient in all of my weaknesses. His grace abounds where I am weak and Christ has become our all in all. As we confess that Christ is my righteousness, Christ is my provider. Christ is Jehovah Jireh. All that we need and my shame I have been loosed from the power and the voice of shame. I don't confess uh, what I have what I have done wrong except to God and I receive hallelujah I receive amen for my sin wrecked life the redemption that my shame has been destroyed and now the wonderful experience of Jesus Christ has been made mine forever eternally amen the sacrifice of the cross has given us eternal life forever and nothing can take you out of his hand not even your sin hallelujah just confess it repent and receive the glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All it requires you to do is to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that His death, burial, and resurrection is sacrifice enough to satisfy the Father's wrath. If you are ready to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for the penalty of your sins, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry and repent. I ask you to forgive me. This is confession. I believe that you died on the cross for me. To save me, you did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take 
total control of my life. I give my life to you from this day forward. Help me to live every day for you in a way that pleases you. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, please give me a call on my personal line at 231-349-1046 so I can discuss with you the first steps of salvation. God bless you, beloved. We thank you for being on the 